0: Welcome to Lou Marks The Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marx, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Today, let's talk about dealing with isolation, and in particular, isolation due to the COVID-19 situation. Whether forced or self-imposed, some people, maybe many people, compare isolation to like being in jail or prison, even if they've never been in one. In some popular expressions, such as cabin fever, it is also used to explain feeling bored or listless because you've been stuck inside for up to a few hours or days or months or even longer. But that's not the reality of the symptoms. Instead, cabin fever and isolation are a series of negative emotions and distressing sensations that people may face if they're isolated or feeling cut off from the world. These feelings of isolation and loneliness are more likely in times of social distancing, self-quarantining during sheltering in place, whether because of severe weather, or in this case, a pandemic. For sure, cabin fever and isolation can lead to a series of symptoms that can be difficult to manage without knowing the proper coping techniques. Although some people crave their alone time, More often than we may like to admit, we do get lonely. Personally, I have some trouble with all the negative responses I have heard on the news because everyone I know or have spoken to seems to be taking it so well. However, it is true that those who are lonely may slide into unhealthy habits. In addition, loneliness has been found to raise levels of stress, impede sleep, and in turn harm the body. Loneliness can also augment depression or anxiety. There is a tremendous amount of evidence that social isolation and loneliness does significantly increase risk for premature mortality, and the magnitude of that risk exceeds that of many leading health indicators. Social isolation increases the risk of premature death from every cause for every race. It does not discriminate. But how can one possibly ward off loneliness and all its grave side effects, especially while in self-isolation? The answer is to find new ways to regain control. A sense of control is absolutely essential for one's sanity. Loneliness is not a disease. It's just an external signal from our body that something is going wrong with our environment. Like hunger or thirst, If loneliness is left unresolved, it can have serious consequences. And the fix is far from straightforward or simple. Just being with other people will not necessarily make you feel less alone. Because loneliness is not the same as being by yourself alone. If you put lonely people together, it's possible they're going to even hate each other after a few minutes. Or at least argue. This is because, ironically, loneliness can also make you deeply unfriendly, believe it or not. Sustained loneliness activates an avoidance mechanism in the brain, meaning that you are more likely to be skeptical and distrustful of others, which makes you withdraw even further. Loneliness doesn't only play tricks on the mind, it can also take a serious toll on our physical health. Even in a pandemic free world, chronic loneliness does increase the risk of an early death by up to twenty six percent. That's an incredible number. The secret to virtual search socializing helps and is simply interacting as you would in person, when you're more likely to share, listen, and connect with someone in a deeper way. It is this kind of genuine self disclosure. And social connection that can help ward off the dangerous effects of loneliness. Ultimately, feeling connected comes down to the quality of your interaction, regardless of physical proximity. As long as your brain understands that this is temporary, you don't have to be in the, obviously in the same physical room to really gather with your family or friends. And sometimes, by social media, it's a more deeper emotional way in fact the American Cancer Society had a study and it is the largest to date on all races and genders but previous research has provided glimpses also into the harmful effects of social isolation and loneliness a 2016 study linked loneliness to a 30% increase in risk of stroke or development of coronary heart disease The study notes that a lonely individual's higher risk of ill health likely stems from several combined factors behavioral, biological, and psychological. Last year, researchers at the Florida State University College of Medicine in a study also found that loneliness is associated with a forty percent increase in a person's risk of dementia. But that's amazing. Participants rated their levels of loneliness and social activity. Loneliness, it seems, can lead to long-term fight-or-flight stress signaling, which does negatively affect immune system functioning. Simply put, people who feel lonely have less immunity and more inflammation than people who don't. Now, I've read a lot of things on the internet, which I'm sure you have. The obvious things we can do, or exercise, but some of us exercise anyway, some of us don't, some of us can't. Watch TV, which is mindless, but it's an escape. Garden, play board games like Monopoly. Do a crossword puzzle. I have a suggestion though, but it's possible. Why not grow intellectually, creatively, and spiritually? We can try self-introspection. How many times have we really done that? Get to know ourselves. We can do reflection. Look back on our past. Learn from our mistakes. Think about our family. Think about the things we've done. Things we haven't done. We can make goals. Goal making is an important thing. Short term goals. Medium range goals. And long term goals. And then live up to them. We can start a business, a home based business. It's one of the largest things in America today. Or you can do a podcast like I do, almost for free, or actually for free, just about. You can do role reversal, an old psychological trick. Husband to wife, parents to children, and reverse. You can read a good book, preferably a documentary or a true story. How about writing a letter in your own handwriting? Something someone would really appreciate. You could learn a language. These are productive things. These stimulate your mind, your thinking, your intellect. You can let your creative juices flow. You can paint, you can draw, you can sculpt. Try it, it doesn't matter how it comes out. Something to do, you never know, You're Maybe may the next Picasso. A diary would be fun, I always wanted to do that. You could start a diary. You could write a book, even better. Everybody wants to write a book about themselves. Why not now? What other choice do you have? You can learn to play an instrument. I like to, learn to play the piano at an early age. It's a good time to learn, pick it up again, or practice. People think being alone makes you lonely, but I don't think that's true. Being surrounded by the wrong people is the loneliest thing in the world. So let's ask ourselves, do we really like ourselves as we are? Now can be a time to find out. Isolation, though it may not be in the state you ultimately, ultimately desire for yourself, does afford you an unparalleled opportunity to know yourself, to be yourself, And most of all, to develop yourself as a unique, caring, and interesting individual. Sometimes you have to stand alone, just to make sure you still can stand alone. Here's some more reasons to actually live alone, that many people abide by. First, to get to know yourself better. There is no better way to learn about yourself, but it takes courage No one to distract you from building your own life, make decisions for you, or fix the things you don't want to deal with. After a while, you find out that you're really the only person you ever need, and life's craziness doesn't seem as scary after that. You'll face some, or maybe even all, of your fears. You have to brave up in order to deal with strange and scary sounds in your house, or being the only one to answer the door. You have to deal with all the bills and security. You handle the creepy crawlies and you learn when to ask for help. Then you realize just how capable you are. I honestly think that everyone should have to spend at least two months, three months living on their own. No roommates, family or friends, just themselves. Pay their bills on time, learn consequences of budget failure, Experience fever and chills with no one to take care of you except you. Living alone, in fact, builds character. You become more comfortable with yourself. I came to discover that I actually enjoyed being alone. If I couldn't learn to be with myself and enjoy my own company, how would anyone else enjoy being with me? It was actually a liberating, peaceful, and educational experience. I look back on those days and I'm grateful for that experience. Heck, it might even make you more productive. I realize there's a distinct difference between loneliness and being solitary. There are times when I want to go out but no one is available, so I feel lonely. But then I look around and see laundry and dirty dishes and decide to be productive and exist alone. And then I'm content in my solitude. So can you be during these times. It also pushes you to make more of an effort to see friends and family. It's so easy to stay at home and hang out by yourself, but I also learned to reach out more to people and truly cherish my friendships and family more. You'll gain confidence knowing that no matter what, you're okay on your own. You really will be fine on your own. This is the most important thing you have to know. Most of my life has been living in a state of making sure everyone around me was okay, and living alone has taught me how to make sure that I'm also okay now. I've learned I have actively avoided relationships sometimes out of fear of feeling stuck, and out of fear of dependence. Now that I have lived alone years before and now, I know that I can do it and enjoy doing it. Living alone is now always an option for me. I don't need to fear dependence, neither will you, because I now understand independence and can be open to partnership. Isolation is without any doubt a way to know ourselves like no other way. Here's some quotes. One quote in particular is one of my favorites by a very smart man. Although I am a typical loner in my daily life, my awareness of belonging to the invisible community of those who strive for truth, beauty, and justice has prevented me from feelings of isolation. Albert Einstein. The whole value of solitude depends upon oneself. It may be a sanctuary or a prison, a haven or a place of punishment, a heaven or a hell. However we ourselves decide to make it, it's our choice. When we cannot bear to be alone, it means we do not properly value the only companion we will have from birth to death, and that is ourself. So don't feel solitude. If you are never alone, you will never know yourself. Be well and safe in these times. And God bless.